Welcome back, welcome back to another edition of the Are We Not Men Show, a show for men, by men, promoting thoroughness, condemning drippiness, man. And we are back for another show. I got my main man, Chef P, with me. How you doing with your cooking ass, man? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. Brother, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I, I mean, you know, same shit, different roll of toilet paper, man, you know. But man, it's a lot going on in the world. It's been a while since we, we braced the, 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 we've been on the scene, but man, we back, and man, we plan to come back strong. So man, but what it, what it, what you been up to? I mean, it seems like since we've been gone, a whole lot has changed in the world, bruh. I mean, and, and it seems like you would think when you look at it, the more, the more we progress in society, the more you seem, we came up with a slogan, or well, not really a slogan, but you just realized that people ain't shit man and you said it countless numbers of times <laughs> so i think it's really starting to take a hold because now you're just looking at everything that's going on in the world and you're just like wow man people really ain't shit so what you think about that my brother well the whole theory behind people ain't shit is and from now on we're going to call it pas Yes, so sir. this is the introduction to PAS. You know what it stands for. So we don't even have to use that vulgar language all the time, if you understand what I mean. But it's still, exactly. it means what it means. And it's not a fault of the person in general. It's just the human nature. Um, the first law of nature is self-preservation. And it's inherent in you to preserve yourself. Now, people ain't shit is not about the fact that people are selfish. We know people are selfish. But what the problem is, is that people are inconsiderate. And that's where the people ain't shit comes in. But let me ask, you, know, man. You, you pick yourself first, but also remember to consider somebody else. Yeah, true that, true that. But, I mean, you see that, I mean, nowadays, what has what led to the PAS in people? You know what I'm saying? Because it's now... The, it's the inherent in them. They can't help it. It's nah, not, I'm like, like I said, I'm not... Like, like you, like you said, like you said, it's, it, I mean, self-preservation is your number one instinct, right? But... You know, but now you're starting to see where people are in dire straits and we not even, like, trying to help. You know what I'm saying? It's not like people, what happened to that, that camaraderie or not, just where you just went to help your fellow man, it, where it was in you. Like, now that stuff, you slowly, you slowly starting to see that leak away, get away from us nowadays. But it's just like, uh, you know, you saw the president over in Puerto Rico throwing paper towels into the crowd. And you're just like, man, this is this can't be real. This is the president we're talking about. But it just it just goes to show you that PAS, man, it, it, it's a real thing, and, and it, it's going down, man. So this this show, man, we just going to touch on some topics about some PAS stories that we saw, man. And our first story has to do with this guy right here. This is. Republican representative from Pennsylvania, Tim Murphy, uh, and this guy has been, well, not really, I mean, he wasn't accused, but he actually had an affair with this young lady right here. This is Miss Shannon Edwards. This was his mistress. Basically, what happened was Mr. Murphy, he is a, like I said, he's a Republican representative from Pennsylvania. Well, he's a pro-life representative, and basically... The young lady was a side piece. She called him up, said she was knocked up by him. He asked her to get an abortion. <laughs> now, what kind of hypocritical stuff is that? You know what I'm saying? How you going to 
passed all these laws. And as a matter of fact, he had just co-sponsored a bill to make it a crime to have an abortion after 20 weeks. But then you ask your side chick to go ahead get rid of that. Go ahead handle that. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is what you this is what I'm talking about. People ain't the PAS and people because you look at when you when you think about it, is the is it the hypocrisy that makes that brings about the PAS? Well in this particular case, it's the self preservation part of the PAS that brings it about. He knows that he can't have this woman come out pregnant with this illegitimate child, it ruins his career, it ruins his family. So the, the self, whether he cares about abortion or not, he knows that that baby is no good for his, his life. And that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> but what's funny about it is that uh, she, she, she actually subpoenaed him in her divorce proceedings, man. So it was just, it really a lot of PS on both sides because yeah. both of y'all yeah. were doing wrong, but just to kind of, it just, it went sideways real quick, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she, she threw him under the bus. She sent the text message to the newspaper, all that, man. It's just like, what what happened with all that? Because both of y'all was wrong. Y'all know y'all was wrong. You know, he, he smashing you, you smash. Both of y'all was married, smashing each other. He's 65, she's 35. You know what I'm saying? It's really nasty when you think about it. But <laughs> I, guess, I guess you look, look away when, when you... I guess when you think you're dealing with a real government official, then you, you, I guess don't none of that matter. But I'm just like, wow, that's just, that's Some disgusting. Some women got things for power, man. They like powerful men. They do, man. But can you imagine this dude almost 70? You, he, you half this dude's age, man. You 30 <laughs> years younger than this, man. This man don't look good. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what's going on, man. Hey, man, let's just get out of here with that. That That is a... A PAS moment right there for both of them, cause you just like both of y'all just disgusting me. I'm disgusted by that because it's just like people ain't shit. But man, our next story has to do with these two people right here, man. And man, most of y'all already know who one of the people are, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people know who the other young lady is. That's Jamil Hill. She does a, I don't even know what show she on, but she does a show on ESPN. She's a sports center. They have a sports center show. Her and the, uh, yeah, her and that dude. Yeah, the yeah. other guy. But basically, what happened? They her and and the, uh, Trump. They are yeah. currently in a, uh, engaging in a Twitter beef with one another. Uh, she basically went to Twitter. She saw something. She posted something to Twitter. She got suspended by ESPN. Um, a lot of people are up in arms about her suspension. I don't know why, because ESPN suspends everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, they fire people. You know, they yeah, let you go. They, they, they don't mess around, man. But, you know, a lot of people, I, I think she should have been suspended. But it's not for the reason that everybody else thinks. I think, first thing, they, they, they do suspend people at ESPN for you they getting on that. They told her not to be saying Yeah, they, they suspend you. <laughs> when but the job says don't do it no more. Exactly. They rule after that. So I, I think, yeah, she should have been suspended because of that. But number one, I think she's another reason she should have been suspended because, man, you got to stop Twitter beefing with the with, with, with this idiot right here. I mean, if you don't realize by now that I this guy that we have nominated as the president is a distraction. That's all he is. He is no he is a figurehead. He's no more than just somebody to take the the the, the 
to get the focus of the people, just like we was just talking about, man. He's just a distraction. He's not really out here moving, doing any of his agendas or anything. He's just a distraction to keep you focused on him while these these politics are making real real power moves, man. Because you got to understand, while we sitting up here worried about Jamil Hill and him Twitter beefing, these lawmakers are passing real laws. Like, they just passed a law where it is, you legally can run a protester over nowadays and not face any charges. <laughs> you know, you can legally run somebody over like who's protesting. Protest yeah, you get in my way, I will run you over. Another thing, man, we got to stay woke. The FBI just basically just said that, man, that what they came up, they coined a term called black identity extremists. Yeah, I saw that. So you got to realize all that Black Lives Matter shit. You about to be on the same level as a terrorist in their eyes. About to hang in the Rico app. Yes, sir. You about <laughs> you know to be in Guantanamo Bay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They not playing the round. You got to stay woke, man. You know what I'm saying? So if you do something, they will have conspiracy theory on out. Yes, sir. They not messing around, brother. You understand? Because now you looking at when you look at the fact that you could be. If you part of that Black Lives Move, Matters movement, and to be able to think that you could be labeled a terrorist, but you don't label this guy right here a terrorist. And everybody know, if you looked at the news in the last couple of weeks, you know who this guy is. This is Stephen Paddock. This is the, the, the guy that orchestrated the mass shooting in Las Vegas that killed nearly 60 people, wounded hundreds more. Um, now, this is the prime example of a PAS, uh, I guess he is like the poster child of PAS right now. <laughs> I mean, when you think about everything that happened in that situation, that was just a crazy situation when you think about it because nobody really saw it coming. And just to think that somebody could do something like that and really nobody saw it coming. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand that first of all, you, you can never see them coming because the whole country, the whole world is under a constant illusion of security. Right. You understand what I'm saying? They show you these security methods, they tell you about these security methods, and you say to yourself, okay, great. Um, they're doing something for us. But if you were to look beyond the security measures and see what they're really doing, then you'd understand that there are no security measures because what could they have done to prevent that man from doing that? What you can right. they do to prevent anybody from doing that at any given time? You you absolutely right. But the thing is, with this situation, that makes it different from every other situation is that nobody said anything bad about it. Like, most of them other people, somewhere down, the, people came out real quick like, man, yeah, it, something was wrong with him. You understand? Like, they said something was wrong with this dude, too. Nah, they was like, something, something was wrong with his pops. <laughs> they, they said, really, they, this dude here, had problems beating his wives, I mean, beating his ex-girlfriends. Oh. He also was a, a recluse. Uh, they say he was very standoffish, and he obviously had some type of mental issue. Okay. Now, what they didn't say was that he had no criminal background. Okay. That's what they didn't say. They, they said that the only thing they found on him was like old ticket or something like that. Right. But yeah, he was he was a recluse. He fits the classic profile of a, a strange lunatic serial killer. Okay, so that 
that that's that's good to know now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, now yeah, he's, yeah, he's with the rest of the series. He's with the rest of them. Right. Now his motives they still can't figure out because, like I said, I think there's hidden agendas behind all of the motives. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was something an act of terrorism perpetrated on American people by American government. Man, you, I, I think I think he's the the winter soldier. You know what I'm saying? I think he's one of those. He works for one of those black op uh, organizations that that's don't nobody know about, and I think they activate him. I think somebody maybe maybe needed they needed somebody to get taken out, and he was the one that they sent. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this is just no civilian. This is just a civilian gone nuts type thing. I think yeah, it is some on some conspiracy theorist type stuff because you don't just see nothing like this. Homie was too he was too orchestrated. I mean, you know, when you think about it, the vantage point that he chose, the weaponry that he chose, how he set it up, he had cameras in the hallway and all that. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't no me as a civilian, I'ma set that up. If I gotta go if I really want to go do it, I just walk up on somebody and blast them. You know what I'm saying? Versus me going through all that to go murder all these people. So, I mean, I, like, I'm with you on the conspiracy theory tip, man. Because cause this ain't no normal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's normal. I think it's, 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 it's what the United States government has been doing for years. Uh, there's the conspiracy theories about 9-11. Uh, I used to tell you, I still knew some Muslim dudes. They could fold a dollar bill and make it look like the Twin Towers and the plane flying. I swear to God, make yeah. your skin crawl when you see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, B. I don't know. It's just wild, though, man. That that that. that do you think something like this will happen again? Because yeah, that, I think anytime that they need a distraction, uh, yeah. Now, you know, well, sometimes let, they use a lot of people. Sometimes they use a little bit of people. Based, you know, they got their ways and means. Based on your theory, what was he distracting? Oh, they were distracting from the president's agenda. Um, our president is, he's a cyber bully. Um, I don't see him doing anything with any of the agendas that he spoke of in the first place. Exactly. Not that I'm saying that I was with any of them, but exactly. at the same time, all I see is him losing in Congress. So to distract from losing in Congress, you know, he picks a fight with ESPN. Why does he care about ESPN? Um, you know, he picks a fight with ESPN, and then, okay, I'm not saying, but you got these people killed in, in Las Vegas. It comes out of nowhere, and for two or three weeks, the next six months, we're going to be thinking about something else. Right. We're be thinking about that. We're not going to be thinking about the dumb stuff that he doing. The, the leader of, our, of the free world is doing. Yeah, it's the misdirection, exactly, man. You about to go. We, we could possibly be headed towards nuclear war out here. And we and think that's another point. And we you thinking know, what, about, what about that? We We're, thinking about the NFL. The you know what I'm saying? We thinking about people kneeling and him beefing with this chick, man. So man. Change the focus. It is. Main main state mention, Check this out. Uh they're still talking about the collusion with him and the Russians to get elected in the first place. Yes. So who to say what his agenda is? I'm telling you, it all just reminds me of like a, a situation like, you know, us coming up, we don't know Hitler. Right. So to hear of the atrocities, you always think to yourself, how did they even let it get that far? Well, see, it starts with stuff like this. Exactly. They take away your liberties. They tell you, you can't say this and you can't do this. Next thing you know, one by one, we're giving in our liberties before you know it. 
he's the archbishop and we we massacring Indians or whatever the fuck he wants to do. Mexicans, because you know it's beef is with the Mexicans. And just like you said, you know what I'm saying? I just said, they making it so you can hit protest that this country, one of our basic principles of this country is that we be able to protest peacefully. You know, when you get to the point where now you setting up laws where you can actually hit somebody protesting, what's the, well, who knows what's coming next, man? It's not. It's, it's, you stop protesting. Yeah, you but stop you protesting. Next thing you know, you look up, man, you be getting a swastika pointer on your back or uh, yes, sir. Uh, 666 on your neck or whatever you want to print you with. Don't be surprised if that's not coming down the pipe, man. We got to stay focused, man. Stop focusing on this BS, man, because at the end of the day, like we said it, we told y'all at the beginning, PAS, yes, people baby. ain't shit. And you always got to remember that. I mean, hopefully... The, the, the tie can change so we can start coming back together. But right now, we got to stay focused on the real the real task at hand because right now, we we, we are really sleeping on this, this government that we got. And we got to we gotta really take stay focused because it's not a game out here, you people. Especially if you're a minority right now. You know what I'm saying? It's real serious out here. So, man, for all y'all out there that's watching this, man, Stay focused, stay woke, and remember, don't be stupid. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave you with this, B. Yes, Martin Luther King said that injustice anywhere threatens justice everywhere. You understand what I'm saying? I do. So, that. whether you're white, whether you're black, whoever you are, if you're being uh, persecuted or mistreated in this great nation that we live, you're under attack too. Do you really believe that, though? I'm talking about like when you talk about Caucasians, this is a prime time. They they really out here making moves the right of the now. Is the word justice is for everybody. Yeah. So if, if you're white and you're getting injustice, you're still getting injustice. But do you think and, and that's part of how they keep us down, period, because it's really it's not as much a black and white thing as you would think it is. It's more a rich and poor thing. Absolutely. You want to keep the people poor and keep the rich rich. That's why our president's a billionaire. We elected a 13-year-old billionaire to be president. But then when you think about it, yeah, like you saying, it's a rich and poor thing. But if I can get the poor whites to fight against the poor blacks, then I'm winning anyway. Because For sure, but that's why I just told you, their injustice needs to, needs to bond with our injustice. We need to build a power block. There's more power, poor people than there are rich people. But how do, you, how do you get the poor whites to combine with the poor blacks? Because that's, that's the real make issue. Make them understand that their poverty, their injustice is the same as ours. It's not going to happen, bro. welfare is is more white people on welfare than there are black people. Yeah. There are more white people in this country than there are black people in this country. Absolutely. There are more poor people that are white than there are poor people that are black just by the sheer number of how we're outnumbered. You, so you imagine absolutely. if you can get your poor black ass with the poor white folk and get something together. It's not going to happen, though, bro. I didn't say it was going to happen, brother. You asked me a question. <laughs> I'm giving you my So how do you think how do you think we come together? Poor whites and poor blacks, though. Uh, you man, know what I'm saying? Yeah, On some reals. Huh? We got we to gotta, we gotta somehow make them understand that we're in the same damn boat. 
Now, I don't know how we do that. Right. I don't know if it's a grassroots. Is it, is it us going to the poor white neighborhoods and showing them statistics? I don't know. Now, you know what? You think got to understand. You know what, man? I think. Because if they were to understand, then they could understand. I think we got to bridge the gap with, like, the only way we're going to bridge that gap is, is produce more interracial people. <laughs> I mean, nah, really. I mean, you think about it right now. Interracial is probably like 20, 25%. It's a lot of interracial people out here. Like, I, interracial? I don't know if it's 25%. Huh? I mean, well, what, do you con- what do you consider interracial? I mean, anything. White, black. I mean, any any interracial person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a percentage because, you know, they say you, you, as an American, you're mixed up anyway. Yeah, but I'm talking about when you look at, like, like the, 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 what people got to understand, the hardest thing in America is... is, is it's hard to be white because you have to be all the way white in order to be considered white. You know what I'm saying? White privilege only comes to those who are all the way white. <laughs> so when you think about all the, 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 the interracial people, like I don't, in the, in, the, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, would there ever be another race war? I, it, it's a possibility, but it's so many interracial people out here that is high, is is. Not likely, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, really, no, if they all got together, they would crush everybody. For real, it's for they're real. They're not going to all get together. That's what we're sitting here discussing anyway. About yeah. the fact I, that I don't know, man, together. because I think they are in their own little group. Cause they, but they're not together. They don't think so. Group, but I, one, one mixed race person hate the other mixed race person the same, dog. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, bruh. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I think they more united than they than we think, oh, man. Ain't no united. Only people united is the white right. What they call it, the white right? Well, oh, the, the white nationalists, we on the left and we on the right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but see, they not they not considered extremists. You know, we are. If you if you are a, a, a black nationalist, then you're an extremist. White nationalists can just do what they want to do, man. But see, white lives matter. You know they got a the grassroots uh, movement as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So man, man, but like we said at the beginning, man, stay woke, man, stay and try to fight. And what do you say? Injustice to, to anyone is injustice anywhere is, is a threat yeah. to justice everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, when the laws, we gotta stay woke and and pay attention to what they passing, bro. Because the that, the laws is really what would make it hard for people. And if we don't stay on top of that, man, we're going to realize that we are we are in a bad spot one day, man. So, to the next time we see y'all, man, another show, another, man, thank you for being on, my man. Man, what, what you... Thank you for having me on, my man. Yes, sir. We got to, you know we're going to do this again, man. Man, so just remember, don't be stupid and P.A.S. No Keep doubt. that in the back of your mind, P.A.S. So to the next time we see you, man, y'all be good. And man, just 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 remember. All you if your job to- tell you that you cannot stand, you cannot kneel for the national anthem, I think you better consider yourself either keeping your job or having your protest because it is what it is. When you're working for somebody else, you do what they say do. Uh, is it wrong? Is it, is it? Yes, it is wrong. It's, it's infringing on your rights as an American. But, but at the same time, your job do it. Take it, take it on the chin and sue. Maybe you can sue. Look up the EEOC, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm telling people they don't like that shit. This this shit is taking a, a different turn for me, though, man. 
I don't even respect this Nelly because it's not even about where's Kaepernick at. No, it's not even about nothing. They just going against Trump nowadays. They not even Nelly because they trying to fight injustice. They just doing it to, to piss Trump off, man. They gave into the cyber bully. Exactly, you know and that's what I'm saying, man. We got to stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, do you think they should? Can, what do you think they gonna do with the Jerry Jones situation? I think the Jerry Jones situation is messed up. Michael Wilbon said it best that uh, Jerry Jones has that uh, master plantation syndrome where yeah. he's the, the slave owner and his team is the is nigga go to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, how is he going to take a knee that they're going to stand, lock arms? Now he comes out saying that anybody does that. He gave in to the president's cyberbullying. Right. He, you know, he donated a million dollars or something like that to the campaign for Donald Trump in the first place. So I'm not surprised by it. I think it's wrong because he should have just stayed out of it. He's already made his statement. He gave into the cyberbullying of, of our president. So do you, do you think they, they knew or they stand? They got a bye week this week. Okay. So they got off easy. They don't have to decide until next week after everybody else does whatever they do. You know what I'm saying? You know, Ross Cadell's having a meeting in New York. What is it, next month? Yeah. So they, they probably going to make it a policy that they got to stand now. So you probably, probably see a lot of shit. going to make that a policy, but they're going to get drawback from the Players Union because you can't just make policy like that in the middle of the year. I'm pretty sure that goes against the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, it does, but somehow they'll push it through because... What's... The NBA policy was already in place. Yeah. For the owners and them to get together and try to draw a new policy on it is going to make a stink. Well, we're going to see. It remains to be seen. They got a bye week. We'll see next week what they do. I think they're going to have their ass out there standing, man. We ain't got no revolutionary I people. I in the locker room. Um, you know, for real, they'll go out there and stand. It's not like that. Because I'm, I don't, I don't think that's a, a valid protest. That's nothing for me. Uh, me, Colin Kaepernick, I would have never did that in the first place. Uh, he got money. He want to protest. He should have did something with his money. Organize some people. Uh, make sure that next time Donald Trump is elected president, he don't want to be elected president. You know what I'm saying? Do something more creative, something more constructive. Taking the knee is nothing. So I would have never done that in the first place. But, you know, I, and I feel just as strongly about it as Mr. Kaepernick. But seems like that's, that's your protest. You got the whole country angry over that. You should have took some of that money that you made and organized some something helpful. Do, do something helpful. Make sure the Bama don't get elected no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think, no, nah, I mean, I think he should have took, I mean, he, he took a knee. he should have did what he wanted. Yeah. But, but I also think, me, I, think it, I, I think at this moment in time that with, with all this coming out, he should come out and speak. I mean, forget going well, back. Said that if he was to get another job, he would stand. <laughs> I mean, but he don't even need to go back to the NFL, though. He could just be like Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson. He could be an activist. Okay. He'll get more paper being an activist. You know what I'm saying? All he got to do, we need some young blood anyway. What are you talking about? Like, forget going, getting the whole, putting your head, playing in the league. Go go be an activist. You, you could be an activist forever. You know what I'm saying? We, we still we still look for Sharpton and Jesse. We need young people. And plus, he is interracial, so he could bridge that gap between the interracial people, man. I'm telling you. If he was, yeah, he should he should have just been like, man, forget the NFL. I'ma just be an activist. For real. And he would have gotten way more paper. This was the time he should have he should have seized this moment and took advantage of it. 
Right now, he should be coming out every day on camera. Like, I ain't even worried about going back to the league. I'm out here. Out he's here in these Nashikis. streets. <laughs> he out there in Nashikis and man, Apples. And he's a man Mahalo. for real. Man, he would make so much paper right now doing that because you you got a, a country that's divided on this issue. So we just looking for somebody. To, people just looking for a leader. You got the bully and you got the you got David and Goliath over here. You know what I'm saying? All he need to do is step up and, and come out. You know what I'm saying? And what they going to do with that? Nothing. Except Kill him a couple of years from now, but, you know, right now, y'all. <laughs> but he going to get papered up this year. I'm talking about he'll be papered up. But, man. <laughs> but once again, man, it's good. It's good having you on, man, man. Good to be on, brother. Next time. To the next time we see you. Y'all be good, man. And don't be stupid. Later. <laughs>